Schaefer. Schaefer, are you there? Do you have a, do you, are you playing a drop live? No. No, no, I'll get a drop from all that junk that we were just yeah. recording. That's fun. Uh, three, how does it go? Three, I forgot. How's it go, Shafe? Three, three, two, one. Shafe, Shafe, are you there? Oh, yeah. Three, two, one. Shadows grow long in the area surrounding Austin, Texas, known as the Hill Country, where night is falling. The birds have vacated Bill the Landlord's bird feeder. That's right, you know what that means. It means we're not on Matthew's back patio anymore. We're we're back at back at Schaefer's house. Too hot, too hot for the patio, folks. We are we are underneath the watchful eye of the glowing peacock. And that's that's not code for anything. That's not a metaphor. That's that's literally. And uh, and we're really we're really happy to be uh, talking to you guys once again. It's been it's been a little while between episodes 139, that being the previous episode, and the current episode being episode 140 of One Magical Hour, a Matthew and Schaefer podcast spectacular. Uh, it's very we got some fun stuff coming up for you tonight. Got some new new segments, some old segments, some beloved segments. We use the word segments several times. Segments, segments. Oh, another word just completely lost meaning in my head now. I have to call them sections. Okay. Like a sofa. Whatever we call them, they'll be lots of fun, and they will be brought to you alongside my friend, the. Uh, the the pride of Tarzana, California, the Lord of the Lightning Bugs, the Bartles to my James, the friend of the, the friend of the Shoeless Piper, Matthew Ramby. Stop! Wait a minute. Fill my pockets. Put your safety in it. It's Saturday night, and we in the spot. Don't believe me? Just listen. Don't believe me? Just listen. It really it doesn't have the same ring to it as when. Bruno Mars stole it from James Brown. Don't believe us, we're casting. I also didn't really get the melody right at all, but. Don't believe me, just listen. I love um, Bruno Mars. I love Bruno Mars too. Have you listened to much Silk Sonic? Yes. Yes, it's making me like Bruno Mars all the more better. I am so captivated all the more better. I'm a huge Anderson Pock fan. Yeah. I think I can play the drums. Like, I can play the drums and rap fluidly at the same time, which I'm very jealous of. That's rare, isn't it? I think it's I think it's hard to do. It'd be hard for me to do. I mean, I, I think know. the last time it was done really well was Genesis. Uh, who are other drummer singers? Maria Mabra. Maria Mabra, yeah. Um, the uh, the band Jellyfish. Isn't isn't Rush? Like that. Doesn't, doesn't the drummer sing in Rush? There's Geddy Lee and Neil Peart. What about the voice of Geddy Lee? 
Is is it Getty Lee that does all the vocals? I think Getty Lee's vocals and bass, and Neil Peart is the drummer. Okay, well, but I, I could be wrong. I was just mistaken. I think anybody's throwing their phones. Brian Benitez is throwing phones. I wish somebody would just get at us and tell oh us about God. some other singer uh, drummers. Doom. Drummers who sing, and uh, it doesn't. We're not necessarily counting people like Prince or Gary Clark Jr. who just play everything. Yeah, not multi instrumentalists. Yeah, we're talking about. Is there a dime a dozen? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There's plenty of them. No, we're talking about people. People in who, a band who their specific job in the band is playing drums yeah. and and they providing the, the lead vocals. It's hard to be the front man, you know, when you're behind. When you're in the back, when you're behind a big pile of stuff <laughs> in the back of the class. Yeah. Um, Maybe they just got to rearrange the rock and roll stage in that yeah. in that situation. That's I think there was the band Jellyfish. We saw them open up for Black Crows. Okay. In Lubbock, Texas. Okay. Circa yeah. nineteen ninety two. Okay. And <laughs> but he had like just a he was a lead vocalist who played the drums, but he just had like he had a very stripped down kit that he played standing up. Ah, so yeah, he was he was still kind of you know in the middle of everything, and then what was Jellyfish's big song? I don't know that band. They were like a they were like a psych rock throwback band. That was a really fun show. They put on a good show, and then the Black Crows really knocked our socks off. Black in nineteen ninety two. Yeah, yeah. That was the tour for like. Uh, that was the tour for. Gosh, is that thirty years ago? <laughs> uh, she talks to angels. That record, sure. Yeah. So kind of the height, the height of their popularity. Yeah, right? Black Crows were awesome I mean, at that time. They were I selling mean, out stadiums in Lubbock, Texas. Sure. For whatever that's worth. Sure. Jellyfish, American rock band, formed in San Francisco in 1989. Known for their blend of 70s classic rock and XTC style power pop their their big album was belly button and did you say ecstasy style power pop xtc uh, the band ecstasy uh, i see like peter Pumpkinhead. what were the other i you, you are talking about a genre <laughs> i'm not familiar with you're not up on your indie rock i'm really not that's I'm really right. not on, up on my indie rock at all. I'm trying to find. I can't. The tracks from Jellyfish's album Belly Button are The Man I Used to Be, That Is Why, The King Is Half Undressed, I Want to Stay Home, She Still Loves Him, All I Want Is Everything, Now She Knows She's Wrong, Bed Spring Kiss. Baby's coming back and calling Sarah. I think that that is why must be their hit. This is really fun for everyone. I know. I it is taking us in the right direction, though. Um, <laughs> that is why. Yeah. Pat, I'm... Do we wait until the chorus? Let's 
I, I maybe you should. I, is it far from now? It's <laughs> wild. This is jellyfish. I'm trying to use. Under a million listens. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, jellyfish, jellyfish I, doesn't I, really break a million listens. I'm almost listens. certain that I've never heard that before. I, I did want to tell you about a band that I discovered, though. Yeah. Uh, I went to New Orleans mm-hmm. to see a band. Yeah, Angelo uh, Moore and Brand Angelo New Step. Moore and the Brand New yep. Step. You know, they they often play at the end of the show, and I did their website. And we're friends with one of their producers, Chris. And um, I got to tell you, I had an amazing couple of days. I had been to New Orleans on a few occasions, but it was always like with the kids or. The first time Amy was pregnant and it was freezing cold, we didn't get to do anything. So I'd never really like been out in New Orleans, you know. And um I they were my friend's band was gonna play there and I just sort of gave it to myself as a daddy present for my birthday. Mm-hmm. Dad's walkabout was just gonna go see if I could discover the big easy for myself. Yep. I'd heard about it. You know, but I never really experienced it. Even having gone there, I had never really like gotten into the fabric of the town. And, uh, first thing, last Saturday, I spent all day alone, got on a plane, had picked out a restaurant near my accommodations, went there, ordered the thing that I had ar- I had pre-chosen from the menu, talked to some nice people from Arkansas at the bar next to me. Went to my place where I stayed, B&W Courtyards in the Marini. Fantastic spot. I highly recommend. Um, I was in the Barbados bungalow, nice. which is right at the back of the property. And uh, what it, restaurant did you go to? I went to. Um, was it Cajun place? It was called the Marini Brasserie, and it was on Frenchman Street. The venue for the show was also on Frenchman Street, DBA. A venerated venue I'm taking from the way people are like, oh, yeah, yeah, that place. Yeah. yeah. Um, walked, uh, got to where I was staying and, and a thunderstorm came up and I was just exhausted from like a huge couple of weeks of work and the end of Little League Baseball. I was out of town for two weeks. I was kind of running the show, moving to pieces, mm-hmm. very stressful. Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. And I, I was so, Chris was texting me saying, oh, you could go down to the Bayou Boogaloo. I've got you on a list down there, which is like a little neighborhood festival thing. And I was just exhausted. And then it started raining, a, a, like a real thunderstorm came up and it mm-hmm. rained for about an hour. And I just like, oh man, I just chilled out. And then I got out and I started walking around the Marini. Very cool neighborhood. Um had walked by a couple of their pubs, neighborhood pubs, and I was like, oh, well, that place is cool. Sat down and had a drink at one, and then I went, and after I had one drink, it was like five o'clock, then I was feeling really good, and I went and got some Thai food. I was going to stock the fridge with some Thai food for when I got home later. Was walking back to BW Courtyards, and there was a bar at the end of the street called The Friendly Bar. I had already seen it. People were in there, like, singing songs together awesome. and i was like oh i'm gonna come back here ate my thai food got ready to go out came, came to the friendly bar walked in the door and immediately was just like oh this is my place 
sat down at the bar, started talking to some people. They were playing songs from just this girl's phone on the jukebox. Uh-huh. Um, met all my new best friends, Facebook friended people there. Yeah. I had to kind of peel myself away from there just to go to the, the venue I was supposed to be at. Yeah. Which the sh- it, like the thing said eight, but show at 10. I wasn't sure when to be at this place. Uh-huh. I got there at nine. Just in time for Angelo and the brand new step to start playing. Wow. There was nobody really pushing up front yet when I got there. And I immediately just got in there and was just like dancing up by the stage. And then the place got more excited and great show. Now, let me say this. Chris has these friends there and they have a band, the Morning 40 Federation. And I've done some graphics for both bands and I've seen the pictures of these guys and I don't know what I was expecting. I've heard Chris say, this is my favorite band before, but I was totally underestimating them. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know. I had no, no frame of reference of what to expect music wise. They look like a bunch of old white guys to me. Yeah. Okay. And after the show, um, I went in the back in the green room with Angela and went in the back and brand new step was hanging out with them. Got back out into the venue. and was like, oh, okay. Morning 40 Federation. And they melted my whole face. Nice. It was amazing. And there were all these people there that were like, we're here to see this band. They hardly ever play anymore. And yeah, they were formed in like 98 and were really popular in the early aughts in New Orleans. And then they broke up for a while and then they reunited in 2009 and they played the Voodoo Festival. And they, they've got a, they got a couple recordings on Spotify, but man. Yeah. I'm following. Um, um, it was amazing just to like, have if, a live musical out favorite band, then it was it was good man really enjoyable so uh, let me try was to it ca- like uh, let me try to characterize them funk rock or funk, funk rock? ska maybe not too ska but a, maybe a little kind of I ska just, feeling to it and then like in capture morning 40 federation like drinking a 40 in the morning like they they're like a party band hard I driving s- rhythms. i assume if chris jensen's involved it's going to be funky very funky um yeah man i i they're they were very good they they have some songs that are just like that i feel like really encapsulate a feeling about maybe new orleans and maybe like a certain time in your life and Mm -hmm. a party time Mm -hmm. and and a low down dirty time and um anyway good stuff morning 40 federation you can check them out on spotify um oh and then the next day i I reconnected with an old housemate from college, Judge Johnson, who is a Cajun. And um, we just had another, uh, just a, another big, easy kind of day. What, what happened was, what had happened was, I felt this thing they call the big easy. You know, where life, you're just like in sync and you're just going from place to place and everything's friendly. And it, and it just like an easy time. There's a lanyap. Lanyap, you've seen that in the this word and Cajun stuff? It's yep. like something extra. Yeah. And we were, we went to this brunch and they were just lanyap after lanyap. They mm-hmm. were just little ding come up. Yeah. I had a fantastic time. I I, uh, I I want to I want to be able to switch into that feeling of the big easy. I tell you my lanyap, the last time I it was the last time I was in New Orleans. I was there with my friends Ben and Claudia. And, uh, you know, we, we had been out drinking all night and then we, you know, we went out drinking again the next day 
and they felt like they needed a nap, and I didn't want a nap. It's like middle of the afternoon, so we went back to the hotel. I put them to bed, and then I put on I put on my suit, which I had brought with me. I for some reason I would always bring my suit when I went to New Orleans. <laughs> I put on my suit with a Hawaiian shirt underneath it, <laughs> and I went to the casino. Okay. That was my land. Yeah, but I didn't even tell them what I was doing. I was just, they, they were laughing. They were like, you just had this devious look on your face. You slowly put your suit on and your Hawaiian shirt, and then you just disappeared. <laughs> and I just went and like just played roulette and stuff for, for a few hours. you have a time at the casino? Yeah. Oh, man, I had a blast. Yeah. And I was there again, like, you know. People in New Orleans love it when they see that you've come to play, you know? Right. And, like, just like you, like, when you walked into Friendlies, they knew you. Yeah. You, they saw you were following a vibe, you know, where, you know, you were looking for something good. And, uh, yeah, when you, you know, when you just, like, walk into the casino there, like, with, you know, like, a pinstripe suit and a, like, a really nice Hawaiian shirt underneath it. Yeah, like, it's a good look. It's a good look. It, it, it says you've come to play. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then after that, of course, like, I was just, I like kind of walked back through the quarter towards the CNA Marie Antoinette where we're staying. And then I just found, I just, uh, like, there was this karaoke bar that was like just getting tuned up. Oh. There's an awesome, this awesome old dude doing this really like weird, like scatty version of Come Together. Oh. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Like, yeah, just like, mold your eyeballs, <laughs> and like changing the words a little too, so they're like even weirder than they already are. <laughs> and then I did uh, In Dreams by Roy Orbison and carried nice. on. Nice. Uh, did my little Dean Stockwell impersonation, uh, like like Blue Velvet, and all right. Worked with the blue Hawaiian shirt and the blue suit. But yeah, so that's yeah, lanyap, you know, a little something extra. That's it's all some. That's not something you necessarily do when you're just walking around any town, right? I guess not. If it had been another town, I probably would have taken that nap, you know. Maybe I didn't even know what they meant by the Big Easy until just this last weekend. I discovered it for myself. I'm glad it's a special town. There's no doubt about that. I'm, I'm happy to report that I've avoided any serious complications in that time, but certainly not for lack of trying. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I made a bunch of smart choices, but, you know, I, I'm sure I would not have 15 years ago, 20 years ago. Yeah, I feel like a little bit dodged a bullet that I didn't go there when I was younger. Yeah, yeah. You know? Probably would have been bad. So, listen, we got a lot of stuff on the show sheet. We can't just be reminiscing about the recent past. <clears throat> I want to enter a correction into the books here. Okay. On this podcast, I have been, or I was, very clear about <coughs> how I thought the Austin FC experiment thing was going to go. Experiment, yeah. the endeavor. And I was very doubtful about uh, the fan base. And I was very doubtful about the possibility for success on the field in any kind of short timeline. And boy, they've, they've, uh, this is why I don't gamble for money. They have proved <laughs> me wrong 
I was so sure that it was going to take them forever to get a good team together. And then I thought the fan base was some kind of smoke and mirrors, but people are loving it. It's a really good time to go to the stadium. It's, it's a lot of fun. And, and uh, the team is a good team. I've, I'm impressed with what they put together. And uh, it's some kind of weird synergy between the marketing machine that built the fan base and then the success on the field. Are they still at the top of the table? They, I don't know. I, they've been at the top of the table in the Western Conference. I can't believe it. So for you, for you American listeners, that means in first place, right? Top of the table, big and big um, mea culpa, and also I'm on, I'm on the bandwagon. You know, I'm, I'm Verde Listos. Okay, so that's great. I, I want to get to this new old section. Are you wanting to call them sections? <laughs> More than sec- you know what? I thought about a, uh, a solution here. We should call them features. Features. Yeah, our features. Or bits. <laughs> mm, bit is not... Sometimes we do bits. Routines. But yeah, our, our... I still think they're segments. But, you know, they're the parts of the show. I don't know why I'm push- chapters. I don't know why I'm pushing back against segments. It's fine. It's a fine word. Alex, can you get at us and, and let us know what we should do about this? Yeah, do some producing for once. Oh, oh, shots fired. <laughs> uh he actually has done a bunch of producing in the form of sending us TikToks. I know, I know. But I can't access I have, them. I haven't been I haven't been keeping up I'm with I'm an them old man and I don't understand the that TikTokies. Stuff. <laughs> Alex, we're gonna review these TikToks and get back to you on the show. <laughs> <clears throat> but I wanted I wanna get to my favorite new old segment. Um uh, yeah, what about can I just get a ride? A lift ride with Shafee? Lift with Shafee? Lift rides with Shafee? Yeah. Uncle so what's, what's been going on? Uncle Shafee's lift, lift stories. What's been going on in the Lincoln? Uh, Did you know that uh, Abe Lincoln was born in a log cabin and that JFK spilled log cabin syrup in his father's Lincoln? <laughs> wow. It's a real, like, <laughs> head scratcher, you know what I mean? Yeah. All right, sorry. Go I on. had to think about that for a minute. Uh. I have been doing a lot of driving. It's interesting. <clears throat> excuse me. Interestingly, I have not had a lot of very dramatic rides. You know, I had that one weekend where, like, yes. every ride was noteworthy. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it was right when I came back, but then I just kind of settled into a pretty normal routine. I met a lot of nice people, um, some folks who are actually kind of a funny story, just a Funny coincidental story, you know, there was a gal who came into the front page who had been listening to TBTL, and she uh, was cool, chatted. Um, It was her birthday coming up, so the front page gave her a Blur's Day shout-out on TBTL, Um, and then she lives in the neighborhood, Okay, and, uh, and she was really cool. So she will see her again at some point, apparently. Um, so late last night, I pick up this guy who's getting off work at Deep Eddie Cabaret. And I'm driving him all the way. Back. And it was good timing for me because I was, I was about ready to go to sleep. 
he, I see he lives over here. Uh, and as you know, the closer we get, I'm like, wow, this guy lives right by the front page. So I started asking him about the front page. You ever been to the front page? Yes. Uh, you, how'd you, how was your experience there? Oh, you're, you're like a secret shopper? Yeah. So, and so eventually he's like, all right, what's your relationship with the front page? Dude, you, and I was like, I'm one of the, you know, I'm one of the owners and founders and operators. And he said, are you the one who likes TBTL? Oh. <laughs> and I said, yes. <laughs> and he was like, it, it was, he was the boyfriend of that girl. Oh. So he was like, oh, well, I'm an 11. Yeah, you know, my girlfriend's been talking about She was so excited about the birthday shout-out you guys gave her. So that was just pure coincidence, which wow. is always really funny. Yeah. Uh, the one notable ride, a uh, really interesting ride, I picked up a guy who was in charge of cybersecurity for the Coinbase app, which Coinbase app is one of the ways that you can buy and sell Bitcoin and all the other kind of cyber, uh, you know, cryptocurrencies. All the other chicanery on the internet. So, needless to say, that was awesome. I drove him way up north uh, to Round Rocks. So we had a good chance to talk. He, had, he used to work for Microsoft. He was part of like the gang who uh, he was part of the gang who uh, exposed uh, and found the guys who did the Sasser oh. worm, uh -huh. which uh, I don't know if you remember that one. It was like a Vaguely, it was yeah. a big. Uh, Marquee uh, virus of of like the late nineties and early two thousands, I would say, and then in the two thousands he would did cybersecurity for Google. So he's worked for all the big, you know. Does uh, so he know Bill Gates? Super. I I, <laughs> I didn't ask him to drop any uh, drop any names, but super interesting guy to talk to. Again, super fun ride. Uh, up to up to Round Rock. Is there this sense of it for you that like each ride is full of possibility? Oh yeah, definitely. Just like at the bar, you know, every time you know, you never know who's going to walk through the door. Right. Every shift has a lot of possibility. You know, everything. Same with the same with the driving. It's exciting. If I was just a dude who lived, maybe I would do that too. The dude who lived. You're kind of like just a dude who lives. I am definitely that. That's <laughs> for the time being, anyway. Um, yeah, lift with Shafi. That's my new favorite segment. It's fun. I got to. Was that it? I'm sorry. I think that's about it. Yeah. That's it for now. I, man, I I have. I feel like the future is full of possibility with a capital P. I, I'm hoping for some exciting lift rides in the future. I didn't tell you about that big crazy Saturday because I thought it was going to be on Big Crispy's uh, Right. We just watched um, Schaefer's debut uh, as a YouTube star <laughs> or at least a featuring player on a YouTube channel. and uh, You never know when that's going to happen to you. These days that could happen to you in the blink of an eye, you know, we'll put a link on, we'll put a link to it on the Facebook. Yeah. <clears throat> what happened was one Sunday, uh, this guy, I, I just kind of start just do a little bit of lifting because there wasn't really much else going on. Some light lifting, some light lifting and right out, just right over there, like two blocks over on sixth street from where I live, this guy pinged me and he gets to the car and he's holding a microphone and he's like, 
He's like, you want to do, I've I got a YouTube channel. We're doing reverse cash cab. He's like, do you know what that means? I was like, yes, actually, I was on cash cab. I know what it means. So I can understand he's, the reverse. So he's asking questions to Lyft drivers. I'm like, sure, you can do it. And then this guy comes in with the, you know, professional, you know, little steady can there. Gets in the passenger side. Guy asks me questions. Um, won't spoil that. But then he's like, I guess this is the weirdest, you know, ride you've had in a while, huh? And I was like, well, funny you should say that. Because the day before, I had had this crazy Saturday, which started started with me picking up these fun girls uh, downtown and driving them all the way down to Slaughter Lane. Hashtag fun girls. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, they, well, they looked like they had stepped out of a Cardi B video. Okay. Uh, like, just, yeah, super hot. Fantastic. Uh, astoundingly scantily clad. Oh. Like, how, you know, are you? Oh, my. You know, that's, you know, like, astounding that you, they, they were dressed for a Brazilian beach. Okay. You know, and I, in I, downtown Austin. I picked them up on the Vox Street. Yeah. Uh huh. Great. Uh, and then they were, that's they were, the type of town we live in now. They were going on about this, uh, this one girlfriend of theirs who's kind of been caught up with this guy and he's kind of like, like, like they don't get it. Like, like she's kind of gone crazy for him, and they don't understand why. And so I was, I was kind of contributing to that conversation, and like in a way that they found very humorous. Um, <laughs> I believe I asked if he had some sort of a diamond D. That's right. You know, uh-huh. <laughs> like is, is, is it made of diamonds or something? Uh-huh. And you know, like things like that. So we were we were cracking jokes like that the whole way. Cracking, was, cracking wise with some scantily clad. It was really fun, ladies. Uh, and then uh, from there, that's you know way south Austin. I get pinged over to Kyle, Texas, where I pick up this dude Richard, who uh, somehow I'm taking him over to. Sorry, I picked him up in Buda, and I'm taking him to Kyle for a for a concert. And he starts talking about all these girls are going to be at the concert and how he's going to have to you know play cool. And then, and then he just kind of like starts talking about. Basically, he starts talking about all the different kinds of felony assaults charges you can get. Uh, what in a way wait, that like wait what eventually makes it clear to me that this guy and and like kind of giving me advice on the matter like oh if you're ever in the state penitentiary for felony assault here's what you need to do you know and things like that okay. and I was like oh you know thanks. Eventually, you know, I realized that this guy just had, like, he had recently done hard time for, you know, I you know, felony assault, if not murder, you know. Uh, and he just had a bunch of advice for somebody he needed to get, you know, he needed to give it. Wow. Super, super nice dude, like, huge dude, you know. Did you recommend him starting a podcast? <laughs> yeah, I should have. Did he? I should him as a guest. Did you tell him about TBTL? Yeah. Uh, uh, so that was funny. And then I get from Kyle, I get, I pick up a ride in Kyle, and that's this really lovely little girl dressed as a, kid, a cat. Okay. And like, this is like the type of thing that you would see like in New York on Halloween. Only obviously it's not Halloween. And she's she Wait, was so like a sexy cat. Sexy cat, yeah. Uh-huh. 
but you know, tail and and whiskers and ears and stuff. And I was like, sir, you you know, you going to costume, you going to do some furry stuff or she's like, No, I just felt like dressing like this tonight. And uh I took her to downtown San Marcos, which was going off, you know, with the it's normal like Saturday night young people. None of whom are dressed like animals. Right. And she hopped out of the car and uh, and went prowling off, purring off into the night. Wow. Um, I'm sure she had a good time. Wow. Uh, the life's being lived <laughs> out there. And then I got pinged over to Wimberley to the Devil's Backbone Tavern, where I picked up the drunkest cowboy I've ever seen, who proceeded to pass out in any of his cowboy hat right, as I drove him back to his house outside of Canyon Lake. And then Canyon Lake is where I picked up my last. So like now I'm. Dude, you yeah. are far afield. Yeah, I've gone from I've gone to Buda, Kyle, San Marcos, Wimberley, Canyon but, Lake. But wait, like it, in the app, you can make your choices, right? Like yeah, but I pretty much sort just of accept choosing, any ride. You're sort of choosing to keep going south. Yeah, I just kind of accept any ride. Like I'm like wherever they need me, I'll go. And, you know, since I have the hybrid, I don't rack up a lot of, it's not a big deal for me, the gas mileage. Yeah. Like, like in this, you know, with gas prices being what they are, if I was still doing this, you know, in like the V8 Jeep Cherokee, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be making any money at all. Right. But, uh, I'd be just barely breaking even. Um, but anyway, in Canyon Lake, I picked up what would be my last fare of the night. To drive there was these uh, three gals who were, you know, I'd say that they were probably, you know, 10 years ago, they were sorority girls. Now they were kind of young moms. They had, you know, they were wearing rings. Uh, but, yeah, I'd say, like, they were grown-up, mature sorority girls is kind of the vibe I got from them. But they were they were being very giggly and very weird. And, like, the the one girl was like, are we going the right way? You know, and I was like, well, I've got, you know, this is what it says here. And that, you know, is mounted up there so she could see it. And then she pulled her phone out. And, like, it took her a minute to, like, put, you know, finding, like, her hotel on the thing. And then she pulled it up, and it's the same, you know, Google Maps. It was the same map, you know, the, the exact same directions. Like, you could tell that they were the same. But she had to hold it up, like, right next to it and, like, look carefully at the two. And then she's like, oh, yeah, yeah. That's that's right. And I was like, yeah, I was pretty sure that was right. And the, like the one girl from the back yelled, don't worry, this isn't Edmund's first rodeo. Everybody called me Edmund in there because that's what it says. Because uh, that's, you know, my first name. That's what it says on the app. Yeah. And uh, and I was like, yeah, it's my third rodeo. And they all laughed really hard at that. And then we're driving. So that's about like a 25-minute ride from Canyon Lake to New Braunfels. It was about halfway through that, like, one of them finally confesses that they had taken mushrooms oh, and they were all shrooming. Sure. I was like, oh, sure. that explains it. Makes a lot of sense. So that was all one night. And that was, and then the next day was when Big Crispy was like, oh, I bet I'm the weirdest fairy you've ever picked up, huh? I was like, You're not like, even close, dude. There, <laughs> there, no. I'm, uh, we are not recommending Big Crispy's, uh, <laughs> I, or no, I'm not. We watched Big Crispy's YouTube channel for a minute, and I was 
I was not <laughs> impressed. The the questions were such softballs. Like they were all yeah. they were all softballs. Yeah. But what was concerning about it is that people were struggling. <laughs> not Schaefer, but you know, folks in and about town driving their Ubers and just not knowing the answers to. I thought all the questions were. There were a couple that I wouldn't have gotten. Okay, all right, all right. I'm, I'm that they being, did get. I'm being an elitist. That I wouldn't have gotten the blood type question, and I wouldn't have gotten the. We'll go. go I don't even know what my blood type is. Go to the link and watch it. And I, you know, I've been talking about blood type a lot, and uh, most people don't. I don't, and I don't know what. Oh yeah, I didn't know what the name of the town where SpongeBob lives is. Yeah, well. <laughs> I mean that's pretty specialized knowledge. Only a few people I know, know about some that. people just love that show. But I, I never. Oh, I love me some SpongeBob. Yeah, I mean I don't. I don't dislike it. I just it never. You know what? I never this, watched. This it. really gets us right around to an avocado review that I wanted to. I love it when that do you happens. When, do you remember when? Do you I, remember? I love it when one section flows right into the next segment. Maybe through some sort of a bit. I prepared for an avocado review of this movie Sneakerella, but we're going to skip that for now. We're okay. going to come back to that. I'll try to watch it. I want to talk to you about Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers oh. movie on Disney+. Plus. Well, Did I, you watch I've got that? a date with my nephew to watch it tomorrow. Well, get ready, sir, because it is fantastic. That's what I've heard. And I, I won't spoil it for you, but... And maybe I should not listen you know, to too many people talking about how great it is. I, expectations. Well, I I had heard it was great, and I was not disappointed. Yeah. Um, do you remember this show, Rescue Rangers? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. we love this. Show. Yeah. Man, my Ch- little Ch- brother Dicky and I love that show. Chip and Dale, when the danger. Um, I remember it fondly, but who the this this movie is like kooky in that they. Not only that they brought this thing back, but the way they did it. And then it's filled with things in the background yeah. that are from our childhood and from animation, from all... Super self-referential, too, right? All over the place. Yes, yes. One thing, at, at one point you see the Hollywood Walk of Fame. <laughs> and the... <laughs> The first star that you see is Squidward. Do you know who Squidward is? No, he's from SpongeBob. Uh-huh. Squidward from SpongeBob. And then another one that you see is Chun Li. Oh yeah, from I know Chun Li from Street Fighter. Fighter. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I won't go. I won't do what I usually do, which is tell the story of the yeah. movie. On yeah. Yeah. No. No. I'm going to try to watch that. With, watch that. We'll talk about tomorrow. it next time. So I'll go back to Sneakerella. Okay. Okay. I see this on Disney Plus. I I no, I didn't see it. Isabel saw it. I was like, oh, we gotta check this out. My son is way into sneakers. Basically, Sneakerella is the Cinderella story from a male perspective. And the male uh is a young black man who lives in Queens and hit the evil there's the, there's not the evil stepmother there's the evil stepfather mm-hmm. but it is like a disney movie because the mother died the mother has is died is dead you know um this movie is really very good it's it's kind of has a into the spider verse feel 
the way they weave um, special effects into live action. That's also Chip and the Chip and Dale thing is like it's live action with animation on top of it, a la uh, Roger Rabbit was like you know a big thing from our childhood. Mm -hmm. Sure, yeah. Um, Sneakerella is a musical that truly does not suck. And and I don't I know there are people that are fan of musicals and there are musicals that I actually like but sometimes a musical bothers me a little bit you know like when people or like you're you're enjoying the plot of the musical and then they break into song and you're like oh well this movie or play was good but this song sucks Sneakerella not so much it it has a it has a great soundtrack cool the the songs are super fun. A lot of parts of it feel like a really good music video. Yeah. Um, it just has a great a great use of special effects. That sounds like fun. Yeah, it is a lot of fun. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Sneakerella a seven and a half out of eight avocados. Who is Gustavo the Gardener? Gustavo the Gardener is like the fairy godmother, uh-huh. and he lives on the block and and knew the boy's mother very well and was sort of there for him when his mother passed and uh really great character i i feel like you would know the actor you would at least know him by sight if if not by name maybe i'll watch that one with the kids the kids are getting more impatient about watching movies now, which is exciting for me because I love to watch movies. Well, we just moved into a new phase. Oh, yeah? Uh, we had watched the the Harry Potters, and so we started watching the Marvel movies. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, and that's, that's very exciting for me. I've seen most of the Marvel Universe, but not all of it. Mm-hmm. There are some of some movies I haven't seen, and we're doing the chronological, chronological. order thing, yeah. Oh. We just watched ten, today. We finished Captain America. We've cheated a couple things. We they really wanted to see Black Panther. That was the first one we watched. Well, Black Panther is one of the best ones. So. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, might as well start with that. Yeah, and then um, we also watched Ant Man. I love that one. That's a lot of fun. It was so much fun. Yeah, I, and I, I guess I had seen it once, but. The rewatching was really great. So many movies. scenes with the ants. Yeah. They're really cool. Yeah. And all the like really psychedelic stuff going into like. Oh, man. In the atomic realm? Yeah. Holy moly. <laughs> yeah. At, at the smallest level, it's just fractals. Yeah. Yeah. Super cool. <laughs> I was thinking that too as we were watching it. Like, oh, this is pretty psychedelic. Yeah. Also, it's in San Francisco. Oh, yeah. Michael Douglas. Um, Who plays the love interest? I remember liking her. It's She was in Lost. Um, What? I don't... I can't remember her name. She played um, Kate in Lost. You're going to look that up for me? Yeah. I'm going to vamp for just a second here. Evangeline Lilly. I'd like to thank our Evangeline Lilly. 
that's right. I'd like to thank our sponsor, Vamping. Vampy's Vamp Cream. For when you need to vamp, when somebody needs to look something up. Oh, I I think we should address that we were considering putting advertisements on our podcast. Are we even... Yeah, sorry about that. I totally dropped the ball. and, and had a little dead air on our last podcast, but... Yeah, I, I I completely underestimated how complicated it is. To, it's complicated. It's more, at least more complicated than I realized. Okay. Does and that I, mean it's like off the table, or you just haven't got it sorted? No, yet? maybe I'll maybe I'll exchange some emails with uh, with the uh, good folks at Captivate and see if we can figure it out. Okay. Okay. I don't want to. It's no pressure for me. Yeah. Uh, I just think like. I mean, there's a hundred people out here that might need to hear about some product or service. Yeah, so. but I was also wondering if it might, you know, then like that would give them some skin in the game, you know, because that money would be coming to Captivate and then be distributed a small that, percentage. That we get pushed more. Or something? Yeah, like maybe they. I'm sure that they have a different list of people who are like these people could be making more money for us, okay. and these people can't be, you know, right? I see. Yeah, it just seems. Logical to me, but well, maybe it's worth another look. Anyway, and I, I was I, I was wondering if it might just kind of have the of adding an air of legitimacy even to our current followers. We're like, all right, these guys are taking things seriously. Yeah. Um, I always uh, which would be a, uh, not entirely true. <laughs> when when Mike and I were first. Uh, Recording uh, our podcast. Uh-huh. What was that called? It was called "What's the Meaning of All This?" Okay, or something like that. Or yeah. what's the, the meaning of all this? Um, you know, we he would occasionally talk about my, and I would be like, Mike, we have to do this at least one hundred times before we try to monitor. And I'd say, like, maybe the, I've adjusted that number to be maybe more like 200. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It takes a lot of practice before, <laughs> before you want to share it with lots of people. And, I mean, not American. I mean, Amer- Americans. We, you can share it with the Indian subcontinent. No uh, but Yeah. Still uh, still big over there. Miss our Indian listeners. Um, let's talk about something that actually happened in the real world. IRL. <laughs> Oh, you mean my... Schaefer is a co-worker with, uh, with Luke. The added dimension to... Yeah, I'm now... Uh, Andrew, you, 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 got a, you got a check from American Public Media for I, the use of one of your poems on... What was, what's it called? The Slowdown Podcast. The Slowdown Podcast. Yeah, American Public Media. By the way, Ada's delivery on that podcast is like the most soothing thing so of all yeah. time. Yeah. Che- cheers I, to Ada. I don't think it's an exaggeration to say that she she made that my poem more than you know more than what it was. I, you've read that poem on this podcast before, is that correct? I think so, yeah. Yeah. And it's a fantastic poem. But yes, Ada's added a gravitas to it. it. <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. So check out the, the Slowdown Slow podcast. Or no, it's just called The Slowdown. The Slowdown with Ada Lamone. How often is that published? Uh, Monday through Friday, once a day. Okay. Okay. Well, 
It, that I I would I need to subscribe to that. Yeah, and it's good because it's only you know a couple minutes. A few minutes, and it can be you know quite reflective. A reminder to just slow down. Yeah, just reminds you how you once was a you were a dude who just lived. You know what I mean? Yeah, the the boy who lived. Now I'm a conduit for the big easy. No. Now he's the one whose name you never say. <laughs> <laughs> um, someday. Or Ampy Mort. Hopefully someday. <laughs> well, listen, I had another topic that I've I got to save till next time because it really is expansive. Okay. You want to grab a book of poems off yeah. the shelf there? Yeah, let's do this. This is a new segment. Uh, that top one there. See that Jack Why don't you grab that Jack Spicer book? It's the uh, am I fourth, close? Yeah. Over, yeah, there you go. Let's do some Jack Spicer. Why don't you read one and I'll read one? Okay. We're going to do a couple of poems here on Poetry Corner. And I'm going to do... I'm going to do kind of a... Just open the book. Yeah. I'm going to read this poem. Called Aquatic Park. And it says, A translation for Jack Spicer. A green boat. Fishing in blue water, the gulls circle the pier, calling their hunger. A wind rises from the west, like the passing of desire. Two boys play on the beach, laughing. Their gangling legs cast shadows on the wet sand. Then... Sprawling in the boat, a beautiful black fish. Cool. I like that one. I love a Jack good, Spicer. Love a good fishing poem. You feel like you've got more fishing poems in you before you, you know, before you kick the bucket? I have no doubt <laughs> that I can write, many, a, I can write many, a bunch more poems. Many more up. fishing you, poems. <laughs> Don't you worry about that. Do you have a lot of poems in your catalog about fishing? Or at least alluding uh, to fishing? Yeah, I definitely. Yeah. Okay. I definitely do. I think that, like, maybe echoes of the natural world is, is could be part of the description of your poetry genre. I love Jack Spicer. His poems are so weird. <laughs> Are you ever listening to our podcast and you hear the robot and you're like, boy, the robot really saved us there. Really saved us. Sometimes it does, we right? Were, we were and, and then I sometimes I listen to like slapping AP, in wind. Sometimes I listen to APM podcasts and I know that they went in afterwards and like carefully laid in these little interludes or beats yeah. and I'm like that that's not like the robot. The robot <laughs> is like on the on the fly on yeah. the scene. Yeah, yeah. Uh Jack Spicer Improvisations on a Sentence by Poe. Indefiniteness indefiniteness is an element of the true music. The grand concord of what does not stoop to definition. The seagull Alone on the pier, calling its head off over no fish, no other seagull, no ocean, 
and absolutely devoid of meaning, as absolutely devoid of meaning as a French horn. It is not even an orchestra. Concord alone on a pier, the grand concord of what does not stoop to definition, no fish, no other seagull, no ocean, the true music. Now, did you, did you, I, I did not know that there were going to be seagulls in that poem. <laughs> like you just quickly looked for that book. How did you find that? It's entirely coincidental. It's hilarious. Well, just like this podcast. Yeah. So much of the good thing in life. The good things in life are coincidental. Entirely coincidental. All right. Well, we love you. Yeah. Get at us. Let us know you're out there and that you're doing well. We miss you. We love you. And more the choices. The sweeter the wine.